Hey there, everyone. This is the Kind of an Expert podcast. I am your host, Corey Tyndall, and we've got a hot episode for you today. Episode 12, Being White Trash, with a comedian and one of my very good friends, Jesse Townsend. We talk uh, mostly, it's just kind of back and forth stories of the weird things that uh, we used to do as kids growing up not in a city and, you know, being bored all the time, walking around, hitting cabbages with baseball bats, you know, the classic stuff. Um, I think this is going to be a pretty short intro. Uh, follow Jesse on Instagram and Twitter at Jesse Townsend underscore. Uh, you can see him at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, Creek in the Cave Comedy Club, Grizzly Pear Comedy Club, all in New York City. You can also catch him on some road dates in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, and around the East Coast as well. I know he's got some college gigs going on, so check his Instagram at Jesse Townsend underscore. Let's get into it. White trash gotta have beer. Cheers. The last Cheers. few ones, like I like to have a beer before these, and the last yeah. few were with like sober people, and I was yeah, like, cause... "This is not something I thought of while I was booking all these people yeah. for this yeah. podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Which is why this is perfect. You're like, "Yeah, we're doing one about white trash." I was like, "All right, dope. We're, we're drinking, drinking <laughs> we're a beer, not getting hammered because we got the show later." But you know. Nice beer, chill out. Yep. Coors, the banquet beer. The banquet. Which we should have gotten Natty Ice I or love, something. I love the trashier the beer, the fancier it sounds. Like Miller High Life, Coors Banquet. They try to class it up, but there's no... So the what's tra- the what's trashier, Miller Light or Miller High Life? Because the light is like kind of immediately... It's light. It's the light version. It's, it's you could drink, you yeah. know, thirty of them in an afternoon. It's pretty trashy. Well, I feel like I feel like there's something even trashier about calling it high life, and it's still like a three dollar beer, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm living the high life. I'm like, that's that's even trashier than drinking Miller Light, because at least Miller Light, you're like, all right, I'm fucking drinking a Miller. I am trash, but the yeah. the trash person in denial drinking the high life. <laughs> that's true. So, but. Fancy people don't drink beer. Because, like, a fancy beer... Oh, no, they do. Stella Artois. Artois? I hate Stella Artois. This is not fancy. But, like, a craft beer, like a really nice craft beer, always has, like, a weird name. Like, one of the popular ones in Michigan is called Bean Flicker. <laughs> For real. Yeah, no classy people drink Bean Flicker. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, good, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll have my butler fetch me some Bean Flicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the neighbors are coming over. I ordered a 12 pack of bean flicker. Break out the nice glasses and pour us some bean flicker. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is so stupid. Fancy people drink wine or like fancy cocktails. Yeah. I guess like there is beers like El Fin du Monde, which is like a four, it's like $14 for a bottle and it's like oh, 8%. 
Uh, it kind of tastes like Coors, but it's like nine percent alcohol, so it's immediately fancier. It's got like gold foil on the <laughs> on the wrap or whatever. It is really good, but I know I just said that right after I said it kind of tastes like Coors, but <laughs> yeah, I enjoy Coors. So, what was the trashiest beer? You had in uh, well first so, so for some context give us give us your background why are you qualified to talk about white trash I'm definitely qualified <laughs> I mean uh, I know that in the in the realms of white trash I think I've been drinking I probably had my first beer at thirteen <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty good so I'm pretty what was deep it? in the um. So I think my dad gave me a land shark. He used to love land sharks. I think land sharks <laughs> went bankrupt. Beer. Didn't it go bankrupt? It used to be like on like a. I have no idea. Yeah, I think they went bankrupt because wow. you stopped seeing them everywhere. Yeah, they used I to be like a big shark. deal. <laughs> like when I was thirteen, I had my first land shark. <laughs> And oh, then I man. guess their new slogan, the beer of choice for 13-year-olds, didn't work out and they went bankrupt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they needed to either uh, hit a younger demographic or a much older one. 13 <laughs> was the exact wrong age. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I'm just white trash, raised by white mm. trash, you know. Nice. Like, uh, I mean. Raised, my, in, raised in Baltimore? Raised in Baltimore, which... Uh, trash you know <laughs> just <laughs> most just people think very... of the wire when they think of baltimore though yeah That's not but if you go outside city limits it's uh, nothing but trash nice. like bonfires every weekend oh that's dope which is yeah so much fun <laughs> a lot of land shark at those bonfires. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of natty bows oh, which okay. is uh, bohemian. That actually gets that gets back to the original question of what is the trashiest beer the trashiest beer, yeah. in my personal opinion, is Keystone Light. <laughs> Keystone Light. There's no... No one's ever... Keystone Light has never been a first option. It's always been a second or third. No one's like, I prefer Keystone Light. <laughs> That's true. Unless you're like trying to buy a keg for a frat party. Then you're like, well, your your choices are Natty Light, Keystone Light, or Hams. So then it could be the first out of those three. But it's no Bean Flicker. <laughs> it's no Bean Flicker. <laughs> Let me get a keg of Bean Flicker. <laughs> uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Have you ever had the the Natty Ice? I think it's called. It's natty like comes ice. in the the tall boy dark blue can but it's like eight percent alcohol no. so it's just like this it's i wish toxic. i had <laughs> it is so hard to drink that's like in uh in college that's what we would we would either get those for parties or we would get a 30 rack of hams which people on the east coast don't even know what hams is but it was one of those like 30 rack for 1250 or something like that so you could drink it was like three and a half percent alcohol you could drink 15 of them with your boys in an afternoon <laughs> while you sit on the porch and uh, yell at people walking down the road. Yeah. You <laughs> know what my favorite white trash pastimes. You know my the, the hardest thing I ever drank was uh was uh four locos uh we were drinking four locos, right? And my friend's older brother goes, "Ooh, you should have had these before they were banned and changed the recipe." That's true. And we were like, "What?" <laughs> And it became like this urban legend because we were like too young to experience the band Four Locos. Yeah. 
So one of my friends purchased some of the original recipe ones off of eBay. Oh, shit. And we drank them and we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we're so fucked right now. But it was like two years expired. So we were just like feeling sick. <laughs> That's what that was. We just drank we a- had it super expired for locos. You just drank a can of mold. Alcoholic <laughs> yeah. mold. I was patient zero for coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to Four Loco, though, I feel like everything inside of it's already so toxic that nothing else could grow in it. You know, like, do they have a real expiration date? It's not like milk. They do have a listed expiration <laughs> <Okay>. date, <laughs> and I'll trust them on that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and this is coming from the guy that ate that ate a cup of blue cheese for a dollar two weeks ago. And I didn't even get the dollar. <laughs> yeah, Ryder, Chris Ryder, former guest, owes you a dollar. So I'm pretty sure he's the only one that encouraged that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I no. think he said I'm not actually giving you a dollar, but I had already started. I was like, I'm going to finish this blue cheese anyways. Part of a champion right there. I was there. like, commit to the bid, baby. Yeah, right. If you say you're going to do it. Why not? Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. All right. So we've established. So so we're we've established that my expertise. The expertise has been established. We established the most white trash beer is what Keystone, Keystone, Light. Keystone, Keystone Light, Light for sure. So what's the what's the whitest trash food? Ooh, I gotta I gotta go sunflower seeds because half of wow, the snack is right. spitting. Half of it is spitting, <laughs> that's and that's the trashiest point. shit you can do. The sunflower <laughs> seeds is just you're such a garbage human. If you're just uh, that being said, I love sunflower seeds. Yeah, Barbecue's the best flavor. Uh, <laughs> do you think they grow like that? <laughs> the barbecue sunflower, yeah. <laughs> like the Texas ones grow barbecue. <laughs> Texas grows barbecue. <laughs> the regular ones grow in Wisconsin uh, grows Wisconsin. the nacho cheese flavored ones. <laughs> there you go. Like that. This is fire. Uh, yeah, I was like, this is a really stupid bit, but I know, I know Jesse will <laughs> go along with it. Okay, I see that. There's nothing like I was actually talking with the one of my coworkers about that. He's like, "So how do you eat sunflower seeds?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, you dump a bunch in your mouth, you chew it into a giant spiky wad, and then you just dump it onto the ground like you're a cow eating chud." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, no, that's the right way to do it. <laughs> Fuck those guys that like pop no, open each one." I've been I've been realizing something about like uh, there's not too much like white trash culture here yeah. in, in New York City? None. None. It's and terrible. I realized this. You gotta go to Long Island. Because I gave uh, a, co- a comedian friend of mine uh, I gave him some sunflower seeds and he fucking swallowed them I went, what? who the fuck are you? <laughs> that guy's never been on our show, right? <laughs> I went, no. Okay, went, good. What he never will fuck, be. Dude? <laughs> and then also he didn't know how to shotgun a beer I had to teach him all these things. I was like oh my god. Yeah, man, you seem to be crazy. I'm an expert on shotgunning beers. Shotgunning beers is one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> I uh, just do it on a Tuesday for fun. Yeah. You know, basketball's canceled, so one of, we're one just going to go shotgun beers. One of my favorite uh, party tricks to do is just bust a beer can open over my forehead. Yeah. 
and then just like <laughs> that's how I'll open it instead of car keys are you built like a unicorn how do you bust the can open <laughs> you just slam it it might not open the first time but it'll open the second third or fourth you know keep trying you keep trying man you're either gonna be concussed or you're gonna get a beer at the end of it so yeah. either way you win I have fucking CTE now <laughs> yeah they take the MRI of your brain and compare it to a football player who played for 15 years They're like it's the same there's no difference like did he play center for the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> Will Smith does a shitty movie about my life <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. I'd like to see Will Smith just consistently slam beer cans into his head for an hour and a half. I was talking about him being the concussion doctor, but if Will Smith played me, that would be great. Is that blackwashing? It's whitewashing. He's appropriating white my white trash culture. Yeah, exactly. Whitewashing is when a white person plays yeah. someone of another race. Will Smith is reversing, right? Reversing that. I don't know if there's enough, like, any really trashy people in Hollywood to play me in a movie. <laughs> like, you gotta be. Who's like the trashiest hmm. celebrity? That's Man, a tough I don't one, know. Right? I think there's a few that could play trashy. Like I bet, I bet oh, uh, like, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. could play a really good trashy yeah. old guy. He could, he could play your dad. You could play trashy, like, but has any trashy people ever made it? No, nah, I think you kind of have to get out of being trash like like you have to your your point i'm about never gonna not, make it no you're <laughs> i'm never gonna make we're it we're both done buddy <laughs> this is the last this is the last thing you're ever gonna do Fuck. for uh the president of comedy fires you the uh <laughs> No, I think they ha they have to do what you and I did, which is like come from a trashy place and then go to a non-trashy place and then become yeah. not as trashy, but like a hint of trashy. But here's the thing. You know? I think when most people come here, they're like, they're awakened, I guess. They're become like woke <laughs> or whatever bullshit. I'm still very much proud of my trashiness. Right. I put it on display constantly. That's why you're going to do well on road gigs. The only reason... <laughs> here, here's the one thing. I think people are ashamed of their trashiness because I think a lot of people relate tr like white trash to being racist. Mm-hmm. I go, no, no, no. White trash isn't being racist. It's being an alcoholic, <laughs> but in like a fun way. <laughs> To be fair, the Venn diagram of white trash and racism There's has a, a lot, lot of overlap. overlap. There's a lot of overlap, but it's like, look, all right, so I'll say all racists are white trash, but not all white trash is racist. It's like squares and rectangles, baby. Uh, all right? I don't know. You could, you could just because like you own a trailer guy. doesn't mean you hate Mexicans. <laughs> That's true. I mean, objectively. I mean, majority of trailer owners? Probably. Probably, yeah. The Venn diagrams, like we said, a lot of overlap there. A lot of overlap. But we don't judge here on uh, kind of an expert. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you said you've got some, some great uh, stories. What is, like, your your Mount Rushmore of white trashy stories? Just, like, growing up. Give me, like, the best, like, Thanksgiving uh, dinner. Are you guys throwing food at each other? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> you know, like, 
One of my favorite, one of my favorite, like white trash stories is about like a, a funeral we had in our family, right? Because you would think like funeral people would pull it together. Potluck. People would pull it together on like the day you're supposed to be respectful. Absolutely not. How many people uh, wore a jersey to this funeral? Like, <laughs> like an Eagles jersey. No one, no one wore a jersey. But I do remember one of my Jesus uncles also. One of, one of my uncles ever. It said like. Literally, this is how tragedy was like. It, it wasn't like black tie. It was like, a, it was like, a, wear the nicest thing you have. <laughs> so like what it said on the fucking funeral thing, right? And one of my uncles fucking wears a Tommy Bahama shirt. <laughs> He's got fucking palm trees and parrots on his ass. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Yeah. The guy who died, he's like, Johnny loved the beach. Dude, the guy who died was his fucking father. I was like, Jesus Christ, have some respect, man. His oh dad probably God. bought him the Tommy Bahama shirt. Yeah. Gotta pay respect. Yeah, in retrospect, that's probably how he'd want to go. Just surrounded by Tommy Bahama shirts. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. Jimmy someone in the background. Have someone bash a Keystone light open with their forehead. You know, that's how he'd want to go, you know? <laughs> the family tradition. Love it. But uh, I re- the one funeral that, like, sticks out is like my my grandfather on my mom's side passed away right and uh, he was he is a very big trashy uh, I guess influence on the family (laughs) (laughs) he was one of the trashier guys I'll tell a story about this guy he's the the head of the trash he he was like a very big drinker constantly drinking Bud Lights and Budweiser's those were his drinks uh and he was, uh, he would constantly drink those. And one time they retired, they moved down from Philly to Florida. They retired in Florida. We went down there to visit them one time. Uh, and we went to SeaWorld. Love it. And he SeaWorld's started the best. He was trash. And he I mean, was, not, he, he started, he started cursing out one of the employees because he couldn't get close enough oh. to the dolphins. <laughs> 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 so he's on one of those fucking scooters and he's looking up at the employee going, you bitch. <laughs> he goes, let me touch the dolphin. Is he like bumping into her with the scooter at the same time? I fucking wish. That would have been great. Right? He's like, let me pet the dolphins. They're like, no, we don't let. It's like, let me feed it. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, <laughs> so that's my pops. Uh, so, anyways, fast forward to Wait, him. Mom's side or dad's side? That's my mom's side. My okay. mom's side's a lot trashier than right, my dad's side. I was side. gonna say this. My dad's side's a lot more civilized, later. despite him giving me a land shark at thirteen. <laughs> It was probably at one of your mom's family events, and yeah, he's like, he was like, wow, "You gotta fucking here. deal with this. Fucking here you go, buddy." Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> But no, so fast forward to my grandfather on my uh, mom's side's funeral. Uh, we fast forward to that. And uh, my parents are divorced. Uh, but uh, my grandparents on my dad's side and my grandparents on my mom's side stayed friends because they both retired down in Florida. And they were and they divorced would go, at they the would time go, of the funeral. Go, yeah, they okay. were divorced already. But they stayed friends after the divorce because they were already retired together. They went golfing together. So they were friends. Yeah, they're like, fuck our dumb kids. We're hanging out. And so the funeral was back up in Philly, so like all of the firefighter buddies from fucking Philly could go to pay their respects. I think they had a funeral in Florida and a funeral in Philly. And Did they uh, move the casket? 
They're just like <laughs> throw it on the back of a truck and give it yeah, a tour. Yeah. <laughs> I think they literally put it in the back of a Chevy pickup. They're like fucking let it go. Baby. Not even the casket. They just put the body in the <laughs> back of the yeah, covered it with some dirt. R.I.P. Pop up. Oh man, but uh. <laughs> But no, so it was an open, like it was open. They had it in the newspaper. They were like, oh, uh, I'm not going to say his name. But <laughs> <laughs> Why he's say. dead. Yeah. But, uh, Fair. I don't need to be haunted, you know. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Uh, so, uh, so it's his funeral and uh, they put in the local paper in Philly and they were like, uh, if you knew him, come out and pay your respects. So my dad's side of the family Wait. comes out to pay their respects. Everybody shows up and they're like, he owed us money. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a thousand people that I wouldn't. Oh, God. They'd be like, yo, never paid me back for those Budweiser's. <laughs> All of the bar tabs, he still yeah. has come out. I'm sorry, keep, keep going. But no, so my dad's side of the family shows up to pay their respects. Like good people, there. As I said, my dad's side isn't anywhere near as trashy. I get all the trash from my mom's side, uh-huh. which being trash is kind of like being Jewish. If your mom's trash, you're trash. You know, <laughs> like that's how you get it. Uh, so how how can I become trash if my dad had it, but not my mom? Uh, but no. So my dad's family shows up to pay their respects, and. Uh, my aunt on my mom's side fucking loses her mind. She's like, these guys aren't fucking welcome here. Also, my aunt is built like a fucking Jerry Springer show bouncer, right? She's fucking 300 pounds. She's ready to bounce her ass out of a funeral, right? The traps of a WWE so, fighter. So she stands up and like when she stands up, you notice. Okay. <laughs> like she's a large. For some reason, I pictured her as black. <laughs> Definitely not. The title is Expert on White Trash. Corey's like, I think your aunt is black. That makes sense. No, she's definitely white. She stands up. Everyone takes notice. And she goes over, approaches my grandparents. There's an age gap between uh, aunt and grandparents, you know? like 20 years, 30 years. We're talking years. probably like 30 years. She is 30 <laughs> years old. Yeah, so your, yeah. your grandparents so are this feeble would be and elder abuse. Not. This yeah. would be elder abuse. <laughs> and uh, I remember her going, uh, she goes, you guys aren't fucking welcome here. <laughs> Everybody fucking hears <laughs> it in the whole fucking church, you know? And, uh, and... My mom goes, uh, hey, maybe uh, you guys should take this outside. Uh, and I think my mom just meant the yelling in the church. But when we heard take it outside, we are like, oh, it's going now. <laughs> Everyone goes rushing outside to see a fucking fist fight, you know? Between your massive aunt and your old ass grandparents. So who are we taking? What's the, what's the, how many rounds are these I mean, I was betting on the grandparents because I, I love a good underdog story, you right. know? I was like, this two's is better than one. Two versus one. Does your uh, grandpa get to use a cane? Like, what are we talking for weapons nah, here? But sadly, there was no fist fight. They just no went shit. home. Yeah, I was like, I was like, 
like, what a fucking letdown of a funeral, you How know? How old were you? I, was, I think I was like maybe 13, 14 at the time. So okay. so I, I was really blowing up at 13. First land shark, first funeral fist fight, you yeah. know? I was really having a hell of a time at 13, hell of a man. Year. Just killer year, you know? I was really on my game that year. Uh, but no, it was super underwhelming. I, they didn't have a fist fight, and I was like, fuck, Grandpa's dead and no fist fight? <laughs> what a bummer. <laughs> Sounds like he was the type of guy that would have enjoyed a fist fight I at his funeral. I would have loved it. <laughs> He's uh, up above the church looking down. He's like, ah, uh, there it is. Yeah. My legacy. <laughs> right there. Yeah. That's hilarious. I've never had a... Uh, our, our funerals have always been like... I were I think my family's white trash adjacent. Like, All like right. we don't get in fights. We're dressed appropriately, but like we love a good casserole. All right, so y'all are know? y'all are white recycling. You're a tier above. <laughs> you guys yeah. believe in climate change and yes. stuff. You guys are like the level above white trash. You're like we're for saving the planet. But I'll also bash this beer can over my head. <laughs> right, exactly. But then, yeah. like, the thing with recycling is most of it ends up in the dump anyway, so it's still... It's, it's, still, it's still us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still it's very on brand. I miss, I've missed out on that stuff, but I'm kind of glad because I feel like... I feel like if that were my family, I would be, like, driving a truck and, like, working for some shitty job right now, like, bailing hay. That's that's how I see my life. The, either I end up here or I end up on a farm somewhere. There's no yeah. middle ground. Farms are fun though. Farms are fun if you don't have to be there. That's it's like true. Jail. I never worked on a farm, <laughs> but I've had some of my best nights on farms. Right. Exactly. Like we were getting shit faced at my friend's uh, uncle's farm. Because uh, that's how every white trash story starts. My friends, my uncle, friends, my friends. Uncle, uh, it's somebody, <laughs> somebody's, and in a random location. Right. And it always starts with getting shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're getting shit-faced on this farm, right? And uh, we find a fucking, like, a cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and we're like... I have a feeling I know where this is we're, going. We're drunk enough to be like, oh... Who's gonna do it? So you're what? How and old then it? everyone's at this point. I'm s I'm 17 because I already okay. had my driver's license All at right. this point. Uh, yeah, old enough to drive home drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I never drank. I never drank and drive. I never drank and drive. Good for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I never drank and drive, but. I did drink and get tased by a cattle prod. <laughs> I didn't do that. Because <laughs> I was like... That's going to be the tagline for this episode. <laughs> I've never drank a drive, but I did drink and get tased by a cattle prod. Because <laughs> we like... Because it had... So here's the thing. It had a low setting on it. And I was like, oh, low can't be yeah. that bad. Low for a cow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, low can't be that bad. So I like... I dropped my drawers... And uh, I was like, because you got to get tased on the ass, right, I feel like. Right, right in the ass. Yeah. So I got tased on the ass. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> and they were like, dude, it didn't hurt that bad. I was like, you fucking try it. <laughs> and then they fucking did, because we were like that perfect level of shit phase that like dumb stuff doesn't register until like <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes after. You're uh -huh. like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> and then we were just standing around getting shit faced because no one wanted to sit down <laughs> on their fucking asses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody thought of that. 
Oh, I love those. Did anyone do it on high setting? No, no, because everyone tried it on low at first. Oh. So you said like you moved to the city and there's not really white trash people here. But I remember, like a year ago, you did a, a comedy show in a barn for like seven. But that was outside the people. city. That was in that was deep in buttfuck nowhere, Jersey. Yeah, but you also came from the, like you found a group of friends. Uh, that were trashy enough in the city. To not even no me barn. I'm yeah. not even one of those people to be like, hell yeah, that's a great idea. Well, here's the thing about that barn show. We didn't know it was a barn at first. Oh, you just got invited out to a show? We got a call, right? So uh, you're a comedian, so you know this, but some of the listeners might not know this. Comedians perform primarily in bars and comedy clubs. Right. When we were on the phone, we heard barn and we thought bar. Oh, that and we makes go, sense. we go, oh, a bar show? And they were like, a barn show. And I was like, I think we're on the same page. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> we get out there. It's a fucking barn. We call up the guy. We're like, dude, it's a fucking barn? And he's he goes, like, yeah, 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 come on in. It's fucking crowded in here. I was like, no way. We're about to get murdered tonight. And he goes, there's 75 people in here. And... I was like, all right, I'm willing to risk it, like possibly getting murdered for the chance of a 75 person audience. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, right? So I go in. <laughs> in it's a barn. Fu- it's fucking packed out in the barn. I was like, people, this is going to be horses, great. Three cows, a couple of cats, and a. Dude, no, a mouse or two. They had alpacas there, man. I got to pet an alpaca. It was fucking dope. Imagine they just, instead of booing the alpacas, just start spitting on you when your set's oh going God. bad. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> and then after that show, one of the trashiest things I've ever done happened. Uh, one of the Jersey comics that you like fought lived. the alpaca. Yes. Uh, they're just so soft, I couldn't resist. Uh, yeah. But no, one of the punching a cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the Jersey comics was like, "I live in the area. Uh, There's a strip club nearby." And uh, nice. Now I know I'm white trashy. I I know I'm white trash, but I'm not a big strip club guy. I don't like strip clubs. I don't like getting horny and then not being able to do anything about it. Yeah, I don't want to be like half chub in front of my best friends and then drive three hours home. Why? Drive three hours home What's just to crank point? one out. Why? Yeah. Right? So I was like, I don't really want to go to this uh, strip club. But then the Jersey comic goes, uh, dude, but it's like the grossest strip club. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I'm a comedian and yeah. I need to experience this. Right? got to go to that one. And so I go over to the guy who drove us out to this barn gig and I go, I go, dude, we got to go to this strip club. And he goes, ah, I'm not really a big strip club guy. And I was like. Yeah, I don't think anyone's a big strip club guy. If you're a big strip club guy, I don't want to be friends with you, honestly. But I go, he said it's the grossest strip club. And he goes, ew, why the fuck would I want to go there? And I was like, come on, think comedy, man. There's yeah. a bit here somewhere. That's the that's not your white trash brain. That's your comedian that's brain. That's my comedian like, brain going, oh, I got a situation that might be horrible. I better go investigate because it might be horrible. And, and the was, people need to know. Also, it was so terrible. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was so god awful. So we show up, and the whole outside, it just, the whole parking lot, it's a dirt road parking lot. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're the only car that pulled up. Everything else is motorcycles. Nice. It is. It, That's how you know and it's from good. The, from the outside, it looks like a biker bar. Yeah. We go in, it is a biker bar just with gross strippers thrown in. That's, that's all it is. That's where you thought you'd be performing. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, it was in a barn, which was way better somehow. Yeah. And so we get in there, and 
as a biker bar would, they're playing biker bar music and not stripper music. So, so these strippers like have to metal. dance to these sad fucking biker songs. <laughs> like when we walked in, there was a stripper on a sex swing swinging to Johnny Cash's Hurt. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed in my life. Like I've seen the Grand Canyon, but this was just better, you know? Somehow oh. this was sadder than the biggest hole in the world, you know? I was like, this is so dark. That's Also, terrible. there wasn't a stripper under 35 there. Uh, right. And uh, one of them had a C-section scar. And uh, But anyways, as a trash human, I did something that I think a lot of people would frown on. Uh, as all of the strippers were gross. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I got paid for the barn show. <laughs> I decided to buy lap dances for the other comedians, <laughs> almost as punishments. I wasn't buying dances for myself. And uh, so your buddies are just sitting there, like so taking our, in the surroundings, and all I, of a sudden, yeah, this old I, lady I, comes over yeah. in a, a g-string, starts slapping them around with her titties. <laughs> yeah. So we're at a. <laughs> so we're at the pool table. We're at the pool table. We're at the pool table, right? And so the show consisted of like six comedians, right? So six, we're, I, I show up with five guys and we're at the pool table and then like one of the strippers approaches me if I want to dance and uh, well, I, she approached a couple of my other friends and they both said no, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple of the other comics because both said no. they're yeah. human beings. Yeah, because they're like, <laughs> no, I don't, I'm sorry. Uh, and then I was like, when they approached me, I went, actually, uh, a comedian drove me all the way out here. I feel like it would be nice for me to buy him a dance. That's what I said to this stripper. <laughs> and so did I go, she get what you were doing? Or I don't she think she like, did. I don't think she did. Oh, this okay. is a really nice guy. And so I, so I go, uh, over there in that group, uh, go, uh, give Jimmy a lap dance. And I, I gave her, I asked her how much a lap dance was. She said $10. And I went, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> 10 bucks. <laughs> For I was what? like, Ten I was minutes, like, I was five, like, I one got song. What? Yeah, ten dollars for one song. Oh, yeah. And I was like, good. and I was like, I got fucking paid fifty bucks for this gig. That's five fucking dances <laughs> for these fucking morons. You know? I was like, fuck. So I buy, I buy, I buy. I go, uh, I go. All right, go over there and give Jimmy a dance. And she goes, I don't know which one Jimmy is. And I was like. I just pick one. I was like, <laughs> they're all Jimmy to you, man. Yeah. Just pick one. I was one. like, just grab someone and take them to the back, right? <laughs> oh, these are private. These You're are private lap oh, dances. They're not even like, in our face, dude. She was just going to go away over and like, the, get on their lap. It's a private dance. There. That's hilarious. And it must have, I feel like it was longer than a dance because they would disappear for like 10 to 15 minutes. Yo, they were in there for a minute. You know, it was crazy. Did they come out looking like deer in the headlights? They're like, no. They all sure. came out pretty scarred, except for like the one Jersey comic that took us there was like, ah, that shit was hilarious. And I was like, you're a fucking animal, dude. You're a fucking animal. Uh, but then, so like, I, I already bought too many lap dances. I bought five. I bought one for each of the other comics that showed up with me, right? Uh-huh. And so, so you made zero money. On I made this zero game. money on this game. Now yeah, you see yeah. where comedians go broke. Yeah, this is why. <laughs> and athletes and everybody else. So I made zero dollars on this game. Right, and um, at this point, I'm ready to go. I finished my game of pool. I was like, "All right, it's late. We should head back to the city." And then we go, "We're down a comedian." I go, "Ah, very funny." I was like, 
who who bought this guy a dance? Who's who bought him a dance? And they were like, I don't think I think we all ran out of money on beer and shit. I was the only one that ran out on fucking dances because I'm <laughs> yeah, a yeah. fucking moron. Uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, I was like, no one bought him a dance. Is he in the bathroom? We go check in the bathroom. Like, yeah. We can't find this fucking guy. I was like, all right, I guess we'll play one more game of pool. If he doesn't show up, we'll go back to the city without him. Jeez. You know, it was like, yeah. <laughs> and then so we play and we're just getting down to like the eight ball and then he pops out. So it's been like, we've been missing the dude for like 40 fucking minutes. Yeah. And, and he pops out. I go, dude, where the fuck have you been? And he goes, you know, if you give them another 10 bucks, they'll jerk you off. Wow. Fucking loud as shit. And the whole bar turns and looks. <laughs> Two bikers stand up. And I was like, I think those guys just got an idea. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then we got the fuck out of there and went home, man. Oh, man. I know who this is, too. And, and I can't name drop no, him. No, he asked no, me to stop name dropping him. We, yeah, we can't name drop him. On, it's uh, so funny, though, because I never name dropped him in the story. so loud, though. He's when you so were like, loud. everyone heard it, I was like, yep, makes fucking Dude. sense. It also makes sense that it would take him 40 minutes to come. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, also, dude, I never name dropped this comic when I first th- told the story. I tried to be like kind of private, respect his privacy. No one wants to be known for getting jerked off by some disgusting stripper. Everybody knew who you were so, talking about that. I, I told this story and... Uh, and another comedian friend of ours, Zach Petrovich, just goes, oh, I know who that is. And I go, no, you don't. And he goes, and he says the comic's name. And I was like, how the fuck do you know? He told you? And he goes, no, but you just did. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everybody but apparently this was. guy's got a reputation for fucking <laughs> gross people. <laughs> apparently he fucked someone in the Port Authority bus terminal uh, wow. bathrooms. I was like, dude, he should have been your fucking white trash Jesus fucking special Christ. guest, dude. Holy shit. He didn't volunteer. Maybe if I do an episode about fucking in terrible places. <laughs> <laughs> An episode on being gross. <laughs> oh shit! We'll get him in here. We can do a three-way podcast on being gross. Oh, That'd god. be funny. Oh my god! Holy so that shit. that whole night, that was white trash fest. Right oh, and it there. was four twenty to put the cherry on the fucking oh, cake. Yeah, beautiful. April twentieth, man. Nice. Nice. Oh, That's dude. awesome. So I like how even you grew up <laughs> white trash. You come to the city, you're like, oh, there's really no white trash people here. And then you just gravitated again to more white trash. Yeah, dome. I was missing home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did you smash a can of Natty Ice on your head for the barn show? No. Since oh. it was 420, it was mostly uh, weed and there wasn't much beer there. Nice. If there were beer there, I would smash it over my head instantly, bro. <laughs> this core's on the table. How many times have you thought about smashing it on your head? <laughs> I already opened it, though. <laughs> and it's like... Doesn't when, matter. When you smash it inside, it makes a mess and I know that this is a professional environment so yeah. I didn't want to destroy anything, you know? That's true. I mean, it wouldn't but. destroy anything, but my coworkers would be like, why does it smell like fucking beer in here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and excuse also, you, I, that's I the would banquet be beer soaked, you're smelling. I would be soaked in banquet for hosting this <laughs> show after this, and that would be a nightmare. It's all right. Nobody's showing up. We got the corona to deal with. Yeah. How is your family dealing with the corona? Like your, your white trash side, specifically. I think we're not scared to die. 
I think white trash doesn't That's have awesome. the fear to die. You know, <laughs> like, everyone's afraid to die. Next few years, anyway. <laughs> yeah, everyone's afraid to die except for like white trash. We're just kind of okay with it. We're like, oh, we'll go when we go. <laughs> like that's why everyone volunteered to cattle prod. We were like, this is it. Yeah, what happened? Like, like it doesn't get better than getting shit faced with your friends and possibly dying from a cattle prod. So what if my heart stops? I did. <laughs> you know? I died doing what I love. <laughs> I died doing what I love. Getting poked on in the ass, ass with electricity. <laughs> How does it get any better than that? My obituary is going to be the shit. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking stupid. All right, back to your back, back to your mom's side. I love the the funeral, the fighting your dad's side in Philly. Like, okay, so growing up, like, were you guys doing picnics in the park where like brawls would happen? Like, what do we what do we do? What do we? Is every family event end in a brawl or some sort of fight? We were relatively not that violent. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Relative to who? <laughs> to the Nazis? There you go. All right. So we were not to get, We were violent compared to them. On they a were, scale of they Tom were pretty Hanks violent. to the Nazis. You weren't at the Nazis, but you were on the bottom half. No, nah, we would only fight on like special occasions, you know, like grandfather's death, you know? <laughs> Christmas, Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, you like know, Easter, the big ones. Yeah, Jesus comes back from the dead. So do these hands, baby. <laughs> Fucking catch them. Your grandpa wakes up, starts joining the fight. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not dead yet." <laughs> Grandma's like, "Hold my dentures." <laughs> Fucking going in. Oh, but I remember. Hilarious. I remember. Uh, like, not only were were my uh, family like real trash, but uh, my friends were pretty trashy. Like uh, growing up, yeah, I I, I related to finds all my trash. Friends. Yeah, trash finds trash. And I remember. Uh, so in Maryland, fireworks are illegal. Mm. So as soon as I got my driver's license, I was like, "We're driving to PA, baby!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right over, right over the state lines. We used to, we, we used went to do up that there because Michigan was illegal, but Indiana wasn't. So yeah. I was like, "All right, going down to Gary, Indiana, and South Bend. Go to the fireworks stores." Like as soon as yeah, you cross you guys the border, would do that for like Fourth of July and holidays, nah, right? Or we not? do that all the time. Oh shit! Well, awesome. Okay, they cool. eventually so you can made it. Late. They eventually made it legal in Michigan. I think when I was like. Like, right when my buddy got his license, but I always heard about, like, in middle school and high school, that was always the rumor, like, oh, Austin's dead, took him down to Indiana to buy fireworks, and it was, like, October or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember, oh, cool, I, going to his as house. soon as I got my license, dude, we drove to PA right over the state lines, right? We go to this huge firework place, right? Yep. And there was, like, there was, like, an official one just, like, 10 minutes further, but mm. there was one that was built, like, right on the state line that was, like... We know why you're here. <laughs> like, like, they know. <laughs> They're like, this is, yeah. Yeah. So we went into that one, which was a little bit less official. They had, uh, they had, uh. You know what's crazy about fireworks? They ban them in states, but then states that it's legal, there's no age limit on it. Like Word. an eight-year-old could walk into a fireworks yeah. store in Pennsylvania. It's crazy, by, dude. I feel like every state should legalize, and then you make it like 18 or 16 yeah, or something like that. that would make sense. Right? Um, That's why we don't do it. It makes too much sense. <laughs> but I, uh, so we go into this like rundown, like kind of weird f- fucking outlet factory of fireworks, you know? <laughs> 
And we go it's in a up, parking lot and, somewhere. And they have a fuck ton of fireworks all over the place. And we have, we all brought 25 bucks each. Because we're like 16-year-olds. Yeah, we're right. like, we don't have that That's much money. a lot money. of money. That's a decent... Do you know how much Taco Bell? $100 worth of... Yeah. You could so, buy we a lot spent of Taco that, Bell with $100. If it wasn't on fireworks, we would have been spending that on Taco Bell and weed. Like, right. So it was like, it was a lot to us. That'll and get you a like, lot of Taco Bell and an okay amount of weed. Yeah. <laughs> So we go in there and we're like, fuck, fireworks are expensive. Because they are like... Yeah, like Roman candles are like eight bucks. Yeah, but we wanted like big ones, you right. know? We wanted the big boys, you Something know? Something that'll blow your hand like the, off. Like the yeah. smallest like the smallest boxes, like where you like the fuse and then like 60 shots go off or whatever. Mm. The smallest boxes were like 25 bucks. Right. And we you were need like, something we that'll want, Jason Pierre we, Paul your hand. Yeah, we want something to fuck shit up with, uh-huh. you know? Uh so we go up to the guy at the register. We're like, dude, what's the best shit we can get for a hundred bucks? And he goes, the damaged rack is 75% off. And we're like, damaged rack, here we come. <laughs> so it's these fucked up boxes, right? And so we, uh, you know, the safest fireworks, the safest fireworks <laughs> in the world, baby. So we go over there uh, and everything's 75% off. And they're like, mostly like, I, uh, I go, dude. All right, guys. Just uh, pick up as much as you can carry from the damaged rack uh, and give me all your cash, and I'll just put this on my card. Wow. So it came out to... I was like the fucking hero. It came out to $145. All right. Right? And, so uh, you fronted an extra 45 just for the party. extra 45 just to go fucking ape shit, right? Nice. And uh, so we drive back to Maryland. We go to a baseball field. Nice open area. Because yeah. we were like, just in case. Really ruined that baseball field. <laughs> <laughs> we are like, we were <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Shit goes hey, haywire. You know people like playing baseball on that field? Yeah, we, we ended yeah, that. Yeah, we ended that. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, so we go to this baseball field, right? We light off the first one. Everything's going good. We're like, dude. These aren't even damaged. <laughs> right? we, we light up the second box. We're like, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> so now now we're not scared of the boxes. Right. I'll, I'll tell you this. I was the only one brave enough to light off the first two boxes. I'm not shocked by that. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone else is, since it's a baseball field, they're standing behind the cage. Oh, that's actually that's smart. Smart, right? Yeah. You light it and then you run. And, and that's you're what we're doing. We so would the grass run. doesn't get So this fire. time yeah. we're actually like on the field and uh, someone like someone, uh, someone else was brave enough to light it this time. Uh, this one was the damaged box. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we knew this one was damaged? There's Instead of shooting up, it shot forward. <laughs> it shot away from us, but the like hit the, a kid playing catch with his dad. <laughs> no, the big, <laughs> it was the middle of the night. It, it was the middle of the night. No one was there. We're not animals, right? So it shoots forward, and then. Uh, and uh, the uh, the power, I guess it's not supposed to shoot forward like that. No. Okay, so if you're looking at the box, because I pointed it out when I was talking to you, shooting forward. So if it shoots up, this one is pretty much it's shooting out the side of the box. Uh-huh. And that is not supposed to happen. The box is not built like that. So I guess that initial launch flipped the box over onto its side. And one of my friends just goes... Fucking run, and we all start sprinting. <laughs> and these, dude, I swear to God, this was like 
Oh my god! It was like getting shot at. They started shooting all across the fucking baseball field. <laughs> the box is spinning around. Dude, like I, do have, I do have. I do have a. Someone made it to like safety and started recording. So I have like a six second video. I'll show you after the podcast if you remind me. Uh, yeah, and it's just. Dude, and uh, after that, so we had we had five boxes. That was our third box. Yeah. And after it stopped going off, I went, who wants to light up the next one? And everyone was like, are you fucking crazy, dude? You're like, nothing's burned down yet. And I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, all right, no one wants to light off this box. Let's go get a little bit drunk. And then light off the fourth box. <laughs> and it's Your that, it's some that liquid fucking, courage. It's that fucking cattle prod mentality. You it get is. enough beers in you, you're like, hey, I remember I almost died. But it was almost, baby. Let's do it again. That's got to be the name of your first album, Cattle Prod Mentality. Cattle <laughs> Prod Mentality, <laughs> That'd be such a good name. My uh, friend, like, oh, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm glad because I never got in trouble growing up, but it's also kind of sucks that we don't have that because my friend's parents were so fucking paranoid about everything that it was yeah. like we were able to have Roman candles and that was it. And they would have lost their shit. So what what we did when we got bored is we went to the... This is not near as, as fun as blowing up fireworks. We went to the local grocery store and bought a shitload of cabbages. <laughs> and then went to the baseball field and played baseball with them. So it's just like the middle of the night, we're obliterating cabbages. <laughs> just like it's covering the dirt. It's covering the grass. And we were like... All right, that was about like six minutes of fun because, you know, you hit a cabbage once, it's pretty much over. We came back the next morning, there was like a thousand bunnies just like covering the baseball field, <laughs> eating all this cabbage. And we're like, this is the funniest shit. We fed a horde of rabbits with our dumb fucking hobby. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I. So I was born like, kind of in the like. It, it would have been pretty white trash if we stayed there, but we ended up moving to the suburbs. But I still like I, I like I feel like I got that in me. Like bonfires next to a pickup truck playing shitty music sounds like a great idea. Yeah, dude, those bon bonfires were great. Uh, I remember I had so much fun at bonfires, but. I remember before we had the idea, I said the first thing I did when I got my license was go get fireworks, but that wasn't, I wish it was, uh, I wasn't smart <laughs> enough, like I didn't think about that right away. The first idea we had was, yo, who wants to hang onto the hood of the car while I floor it? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At our school, the trick was uh, you open up both of the backside windows and then you had to climb out one side over the top of the car while it was moving and then back in the other <laughs> side. That was, remember, that was our fucking move. I remember. We, I never did it. But. This is less white trash and more just stupid me being fucking stupid me. Uh, every time, so uh, like for like high school pep rally, I had this blue was like our colors, blue and white were mm -hmm. our colors, and uh, I had this blue like afro, a blue okay. afro wig. Yeah, and I would uh, I would go to like. Taco Bell drive throughs just wearing the afro <laughs> and pretend like it was normal. Uh -huh. And then if someone would comment on it, I would pretend like I wasn't wearing a blue afro. 
I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, I was like, that's why. I think that's the whole reason why white trash exists is because like in these shitty places, there is nothing to do. Literally nothing to do. So we will fucking do the worst of the worst <laughs> yeah. shit. Like I was just tormenting minimum wage employees <laughs> for my entertainment. But you also were a minimum wage employee. Okay, yeah, true. I still am a minimum wage right. employee. Yeah, but you're making New York minimum wage, not Maryland yeah. minimum wage. Much different. Maryland minimum you're high wage class is minimum butthole. wage. Uh. <laughs> No, I mean, that is, as soon as kids get bored, that's when, like, like if you were more white trash, you would have gotten into meth and heroin. You were, like, one, it, it goes in stages yeah. of bored child. You got, like, suburban bored child, white trash bored child, and then, like, meth bored child. Yeah. I remember, like, uh, also, I grew up in Baltimore, which is, like, the heroin place. Mm-hmm. And that's always... So I think I think my parents were like relatively happy that I was just like blowing shit up in a field. <laughs> they were like, well, like, it's better than being strung out, you know. So I think my parents were like kind of enablers to my trashy ways. They For were like, sure. sure, let him do it as long as he's not doing <laughs> drugs. And I was like, well, I smoke weed. And they're like, as long as he's not doing mm-hmm. real drugs. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, that's uh, that's tough. All right. So what do we got for, uh, like, your dad's side? I, you said your dad's side's pretty civilized. My but dad's I just, like, side is very civilized, people. So what was he doing while your mom was like, ah, he's blowing shit up in the field. Who cares? Was your dad also like, ah, who cares? I think my dad's just, like, too supportive in everything I do. <laughs> I, think, I, I love my dad. I love my dad. I, I don't think that's an issue. I don't think that's a problem is that you have... So this is like I think my dad's a super supportive parent. My mom not so much. Nice. So that my dad kind of compensates for that, which Got is it. great. So your so mom's my not mom, supportive, but she doesn't give a shit. My yeah, pretty much. Like she was like, like when I told her I was dropping out of college to be a comedian, she's like, oh, you're throwing your life away. And my dad's like, chase your dreams, you know. Like, <laughs> like, like I was, if I was like, yo, I'm gonna go uh, blow shit up in a baseball field. Uh, my mom would, you would be tell like, your parents before you did this shit? Well, yeah, they'd be like, where are you going? And I'd be like, blow shit up in a baseball field. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom would be like, my mom would be like, you could be using that brain for good. And my dad would be like, have fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. That's something. <laughs> There's no, like, it's, it's weird because I like... Again, I lived that like adjacent life. Like that shit was happening. Yeah. Like in 2004, like one of my classmates and his dad would drive around and beat up the John Kerry political signs when he was oh running God. against like George Bush. So like this kind of shit was happening, but it just like wasn't happening with me. I guess that I just, don't know. You just we were like mining me. Bitcoin. You reminded me of uh, of uh, something we used to do every Halloween. Beautiful. Uh, we would. So you know how like when the house that leaves the bowl out and it says yeah, take yeah. one. Yeah, that wasn't your. You always thing. took it all. You always took the. I didn't take it all. To take one, you took all the candy. You never took it all. 
No. Ah, uh, you pussy. I, I told you my my friends' uh, parents were were super anxious about stuff, and yeah. so that made them anxious about yeah. that. Kind of, and it was also like, like I'm the oldest in my family, so by the time I was too old to be trick or treating. Like, or I was with my family until I was pretty much done trick-or-treating. Because you can't have, like, a 17-year-old trick-or-treating. Okay, so here's the deal. When I was 17, <laughs> though... So here's the deal. So here's the deal. When I was 17, we would go out. Uh, we would see whoever left their bowls out at night. Yeah. And we would just drive around. And whenever we saw a bowl... We would just go, we would have someone hop out, grab the bowl, and then take it to you the You took the whole we bowl. Would take the whole bowl. You piece of shit. We took the whole bowl. <laughs> Leave the bowl, man. Dude, one time, one time, we, started, nice one time we started fucking with people. We, we left the candy and took the bowl <laughs> one time. <laughs> and at one time, we had so many. That's really funny. One time, we had so many bowls in, uh, in, my, in my car. That I was like, oh, we gotta get rid of these bowls. So we put all of the bowls on one porch. And this guy was like, I just wish we could see what happened the next morning. That was one of my favorite pastimes. Like, so in high school, we would like, we normally just mostly stayed in and played video games. Like, we didn't drink or do any drugs until like after I graduated. But we would always get bored. Like. Yeah. Junior year, summer, we'd just play video games all night, and then we'd just go like walk around and my city had the most cops per person of anywhere in the country at the time that i was there so it was like we felt like we couldn't do anything so we'd literally just like walk around but one of the things that that i would do that i fucking loved was i would relocate trash so like if someone put a microwave on the side of the road for the garbage men to take i would pick up that microwave and go put it on my friend's porches (laughs) Like the friends that weren't with us, so it just it just be me hauling around a microwave for like forty five minutes at a time, and then we'd also take like construction equipment and put it on there. Like we had so many people like come to school the next day. You're like, yeah, I woke up with a traffic cone on my front porch. And I was like, oh, that's fucking weird. What happened? <laughs> You would pretend like you didn't know. No, hell no. (laughs) I would have fucking fessed up to that shit, man. It was so funny. It was. I did eventually, but it was more funny at the time for them to be confused. In high school, we had a guy that would just put fucking random shit in the urinals. (laughs) 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 It was Halloween. He put a pumpkin in the toilet (laughs) and fucking gourds in the urinals. Hilarious. and we did you pee on the gourd? Yeah, did well, you obviously. Take it off? No, uh, so you pissed on the gourd, but uh, I, we never knew who it was, and it was like, and I walked in on him doing it the one time. Oh shit! And he was like, "You can't tell anybody," and it was crazy because it was like the quietest dude in our whole school. Yeah, it was not who you expected. Like people thought it might have been me because I'm like fucking crazy, right? Uh, they thought it was like anyone else that was like relatively a class clown. They thought, oh, that's the guy doing the dumb shit. It was right. just the no, the, it was just the like I it was the quiet kid that like just wanted to fuck some shit up. Yeah, you know? no, that was like uh, I got two things. I wasn't really a class clown, but there was one time we were coming back from lunch because we had off campus lunch, yeah. and someone had put 
like a child slide, like a Fisher Price yeah. slide that's maybe like a foot and a half tall on the side of the road for the trash. So I just took it during lunch and just dropped it in the senior locker bank. And then we went back like 15 minutes later and the seniors were like riding it down like this like tiny child story nobody knew who did it and everyone was guessing like all the class clowns and shit here's my question did you guys used to do poop tunnels at your high school what (laughs) the fuck is a poop tunnel dude it was this uh quote unquote hilarious thing that we would do where if someone was taking a shit in one of the bathrooms someone would rat them out go get a ton of people and then someone would go in there and you'd make a tunnel with your hands and connect them so when they opened the stall they had to walk through like 300 people all saying poop 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 <laughs> oh my tunnel. god, dude. And the greatest one ever created. My, one of my friends at the time took a shit in the senior bathroom. It was like a bathroom right by the senior locker bank. Someone found it and they made a poop tunnel from there all the way to the principal's office. How many fucking students? It was literally like 150 students. It was insane. There were seniors, freshmen, sophomores, everybody getting in on the fucking parents coming in doing the book tour. I love that bullying is bringing kids together nowadays. Let's just rally around one person that shits in public. That's why no one shits in public, man. It was so funny. And from then on, anyone ever caught doing a poop tunnel received a two weeks suspension. <laughs> oh, it was God. one of the greatest traditions I always, my school yo, had. I never understood the people oh, that uh, terrible. Yeah, I never understood the people that always were like, oh, I don't shit in public. <laughs> we, I was like, like yo, a, why not? I I'm, a, I'm a big was... advocate of shitting in public. Why would you want to stink wow. up your own bathroom, bro? In these coronavirus times, you're absolutely. Looking to shoot I'm gonna shoot my and... shit in a toilet in public, not in my house. All right, I think that's where we gotta end. That you're so white trash. You're like, nah, I prefer to shit. Also, in I'm very poor, so like when I go, like I have free TP, dude. I have one ply toilet paper at home. <laughs> so when I go out, I go. There's a chance that the toilet paper is better here, but there's not a chance it's worse. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking a shit here tonight. That is the most white trash thing I've ever heard in my life. So I think that's where we that's where we'll wrap this. it up. Yep, I think this was oh, this is fucking awesome. We're at 59 minutes. This All is, right, this cool. is perfect. Thanks for stopping by, Jesse. We'll yeah. do another one sometime. All right, follow me on Instagram at Jesse Townsend and an yep. underscore. I got yeah. you. I'll throw it in the yeah. in the intro. All right, dope. Let's head over to that show. See ya. Bye.